Welcome to Darren Daily On Demand, your most trusted resource to help you become better every day. Here's your success mentor, Darren Hardy. One of the best ways to overcome fear of any kind is to habituate yourself to it. That means that you bombard yourself with the thing you fear until you don't fear it any longer. One organization that understands that better than any other about how to beat your innate fear response into submission is the military. If the average person is scared to make a speech, imagine what the average undisciplined and slovenly teenager's response would be to being shot at or attacked by insurgents. The military takes these young newbies who've never been far from the bosoms of their mothers and puts them through a boot camp process. They turn them into fearless warriors. As part of the transformation, new recruits are subjected to relentless and repeated fear, pressure, and stress. The result? Would-be soldiers are habituated to fear. Now, when they're 8,000 miles away from home in Afghanistan and the bullets start flying, they don't run in the opposite direction, which would be normal. They run towards the bombs and bullets. It takes a well-hacked brain to face enemy fire and run towards it. But if you can train your brain to run at bullets and bombs, think how easy it could be to train it to run towards a stage or a prospecting call or a group of strangers that you wanna introduce yourself to. This process started for me as a kid in the boot camp of my gunnery sergeant father. During my first game of Little League, I kept jumping out of the batter's box when the pitcher threw the ball. In my defense, it is a normal brain response when a flying orb is coming at your head, but it's not good for hitting a baseball. Plus, in my dad's opinion and words, I look like a sissy, and my dad definitely was not going to raise any sissy. So the next Saturday, he took me to the baseball diamond for some batting practice. This was not a father-son excursion that I was excited about. When we got to the baseball diamond, he said, all right, stand in this box, and he drew a box with the butt of the bat. Your feet never leave this box. I don't care where this ball is. Your feet never leave this box. Do you hear me? I heard him, but just barely over the sound of my heart pounding through my chest and my knees knocking. He started with a wiffle ball and threw it right at me. I flinched and it hit me, but the light plastic ball didn't hurt. He kept throwing it right at me over and over. The more he threw it, the less I flinched or moved. Then he started throwing it over the plate so I could attempt to swing at it. Every once in a while, he threw it right at me on purpose, but I was frozen in that box like a statue. Next, he took out a tennis ball and repeated the process. The tennis ball hurt a little bit more, but maybe just enough to matter, but I got used to seeing the ball come at me over and over until I didn't flinch at all. All right, he said, now we're gonna use a baseball. Seeing my face, he added, look, I'm not gonna try to hit you, but if I do, by accident, no big deal, okay? I was skeptical. I'll tell you what, he said. If I hit you three times, we'll go to pizza when we're done. Now, I don't eat pizza these days, but back then, I really like me some pizza, so I agreed. Near the end of the long batting practice, he had only hit me once, and I found myself actually leaning in to the next pitch, hoping to shorten the time gap between me and a piece of pepperoni sausage. Ha, there's two, I shouted from the batter's box. One more and we go to pizza. We practiced many times after that and I always found a way to get hit 
three times. In fact, I got so used to getting hit with the ball that it became my greatest strength in baseball. I would crowd the plate just asking to be hit. It drove pitchers crazy. I got on base by being hit by the baseball more than most great hitters do getting actual hits. But I got on base, baby, and that's what counts. My greatest weakness became my greatest strength because I got habituated to it. As a result, I no longer feared it. You can do the same with your fears as well. Do the thing you fear over and over and over again until you train your brain that it's no longer something to be feared. Not only will the fear lose all power over you, but that fear can become the very thing that separates your success from everybody else's mediocrity. Hey, producer Mariana here with a message for those of you who own or lead a business. The greatest opportunity of timing due to technology innovation is open to all of you, but the window is closing fast. So Darren wants you to be able to see the future before your competition does, because the moves you make now will be the difference between leading and thriving in business or getting crushed by a tsunami of change. Darren is hosting a private address on the future of business. And trust me when I say you're going to want to see this before your competition. The hosting, production, and delivery is fully funded by Darren Hardy LLC, so it's free to attend. But there are platform capacity limitations, so get yourself registered. Just go to hardyaddress.com to lock in your seat.